0: good morning and welcome to another edition of play me or fate me and thank you for joining us as howies well last night red sox win six to two we push on the total and it feels glorious because the yankees are out that means we will not lose on the yankees the rest of this year and the next time that we will be forced to play the new york yankees will be on opening day which is 175 days from today So it's going to be a nice stretch without having to talk about the Yankees or complain about the Yankees. Now, if there's an over-under on Aaron Boone, I'm going to bet that he will get fired, Uh, but we shall see. If the old man George Steinbrenner were still around, I think he would have got fired in the tunnel last night on the way to the clubhouse. But uh, this is a new regime with the Yankees, of course, and uh, Hal and company running the show. So I'm not sure what Aaron Boone's future will be. But uh, hats off to Evaldi last night. He pitched great for the Red Sox and uh, their bats got the job done, and uh, they got to Cole early, got him out of there, and Cole is obviously not the same pitcher without that sticky stuff. Next up, let's talk about our game here. Tonight, we have more baseball, low oh baseball. It is the Cardinals and the Dodgers. The Dodgers, of course, won 106 games during the regular season. The Cardinals, of course, went on a 17-game winning streak in September you can't ask for something more than this. Wainwright goes for St. Louis 10-2 and two with a 2.52 ERA since the All-Star break. He did pitch against the Dodgers in September. He went eight and a third innings, gave up four runs, and the Cardinals won that game five to four. He has a 3.58 ERA away from St. Louis this year. His last road start, he lasted only four innings and gave up five runs at Milwaukee. Meanwhile, Matt Scherzer goes for the Dodgers ERA since the All-Star break. He's got a 2.32 ERA at Chavez Rabin. And against St. Louis this year, he's pitched 14 innings and given up zero earned runs. That's a 0.00 ERA. His last two starts, though, give you pause. Five innings, five runs at Colorado, five and a third innings, and six runs against San Diego. The Dodger bats have been hot. They've averaged nine runs over the last five games. Meanwhile, the Cardinals during that 17 game winning streak averaged 6.7 runs. So even though the total is only seven and a half, it's a National League game, which if you compare it to the Yankee total against the Red Sox last night at eight, and then you look at this one at seven and a half and say, that's a National League ballpark, so we don't have the DH. And then you compare the ERAs of these two starting pitchers compared to last night's starting pitchers, you feel like this total should be seven or even six and a half instead of seven and a half. So it seems like the total is giving you an extra run, but that of course is related to the recent form of the two pitchers kind of struggling in their last outings. And also the fact that both of these teams' bats have been extremely hot. So I was looking at the under based on just the whole totality of the pitching performance for the year. But recent form has me cooling on the under. And if anything, I'd probably be leaning to the over right now. But my play on this game, we're going to be somewhat gutless. We're going to go the Cardinals plus the one and a half. I don't have enough guts to play them on the money line. But I think St. Louis has a good shot to win the game and a really good shot to keep it within one. So St. Louis plus the one and a half at a minus 110 is our Major League Baseball play for tonight. The Red Sox survived without Martinez. I don't know if the Dodgers are going to survive without Muncie. That's kind of my final opinion on that game. Scherzer's last two starts are weighing heavily on me, and and that's, yeah, and the Cardinals and their 17-game winning streak, such a good franchise, such a good team. I don't think the, uh, the event in Los Angeles is going to scare them away. I'll just say that. So, yes, I'm sticking with the Cardinals plus the one and a half, enjoy what I think should be a great game tonight. Now, let's shift to breaking down some of our college football plays. We released 11 college football plays on Monday. So if you want to go back to the Monday podcast and listen to the full breakdown of the 11 games, please do so. But now we're going to talk about three of them today as we get closer to the kickoff. First game on our card is Wake Forest and Syracuse. We locked this in at six and a half on Monday. The Demon Deacons are five and zero straight up two, two, and one against the spread. They beat Old Dominion 42 to 10, Norfolk State 41 to 16, Florida State 35 14, had a very nice win at Virginia 37 to 17, and then beat Louisville last week 37 to 34. Meanwhile, the Orange are three and two straight up, four and one against the spread. Dino Babers doing a nice job this year. They won at Ohio 29-9, lost to Rutgers 17-7, beat Albany 62-24, beat Liberty 24-21, and lost last week to Florida State at the very end, 33-30 to on the road. The Orange have overachieved this year. This will already be the fifth time for them as a dog. That means they were even the underdog in Ohio to start the season crazy to think of as of today. So fifth time in six games as an underdog for Dino Babers and his team. Wake Forest has averaged 24 points per game in the first half. Only 14 points per game in the second half and only four points per game in the fourth quarter. Bottom line is this team has called off the dogs and slowed it down in almost every game. If they go up tempo all game against Syracuse, they will run 20 plus more plays than the Cuse has seen all year. The backdoor cover is always a concern, but after Wake Forest having the letdown against Louisville maybe last week, letting them rally back into the game, I don't see that happening back-to-back weeks. I think Wake Forest this time keeps the foot on the gas pedal. They get a comfortable three touchdown lead and the best the Qs can do is get it back down to two scores. I don't think this becomes a one score game ever in the second half. The over 57 also is an attractive play here, but our play, since we circled it two weeks ago, is once again, Wake Forest minus the six and a half against the cubes Next up on our football card, we're going to give you the breakdown of Rutgers and Michigan State. And we like the Scarlet Knights plus the five here. Some of the total or some of the numbers may be moving to six on this game. So continue to shop for line value if you see it out there. Uh, but we locked it in at five. The Scarlet Knights are three and two straight up, four and one against the spread. They beat Temple 61 to 14, Won at Syracuse 13 to seven, beat Delaware 45-13, lost 20 to 13 at Michigan, and got crushed by Ohio State 52 to 13. Meanwhile, the Spartans are five and oh, two, and or excuse me, three and two against the spread. They won at Northwestern 38-21 beat Youngstown State 42 to 14, had a nice win at Miami of Florida 38 to 17, beat Nebraska in a uh, miraculous fashion anyway, uh, 23-20 and beat Western Kentucky 48-31. I'll still take the Rutgers 20 to 13 loss over Michigan or against Michigan over any Michigan State victory so far. I don't believe State is a six and zero type team from what I've watched, if State wins, I think it'll be a repeat of that Nebraska game where it ends up being like a field goal type football game. So I'll gladly take the five at home, with the Scarlet Knights over Michigan State. And then our final breakdown for today, we're gonna go Stanford. We got the game at plus 10 and a half. It's actually moved to 12 on most sites. Uh, so Stanford plus 10 and a half at Arizona State for us. The Cardinal are three and two straight up and against the spread. They lost on a neutral field to Kansas State. 24 to seven, beat USC, 42 to 28, beat Vanderbilt on the road, 41 to 23, lost to UCLA, 35, 24, and beat the Ducks of Oregon, 31 to 24. All five games for the Cardinals so far have been against Power Five opponents, including two road games and a neutral site game in Dallas against K-State. Sun Devils, meanwhile, are four and one straight up, three and two against the spread. They beat Southern Utah 41-14, beat UNLV 37-10, lost 27-17 at BYU, beat Colorado 35-13, and won last week very impressively at UCLA 42-24. I like the UCLA win, but nothing else stands out to me on this card. Stanford is still paying for their terrible rotating quarterback play against Kansas State. That put everyone down on the Cardinals and undervalued them. Meanwhile, I think the Sun Devils continue to be overvalued. So getting 10 and a half with Stanford, once again at Arizona State, I'm gonna take it. I think the Cardinal can keep this close, if not pull the upset. So we're gonna go Stanford plus 10 and a half at Arizona State. So your three games we're breaking down today in college football once again. Stanford plus 10 and a half at Arizona State. Rutgers plus five over Michigan State and Wake Forest minus six and a half against Syracuse you want to listen to the other eight plays, once again, go back to the Monday podcast. We're going to have a whole lot of action on the card tomorrow. We have the National Football League uh, with the Rams and the Seahawks doing battle. We'll have an angle on that game. We'll talk college football on Thursday. Plus, of course, we're going to have a full slate of baseball as uh, the wild card will be done. It's time to get to the big show and get the round of eight underway in Major League Baseball. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cast some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.